Migration is proof that if you just put a Taylor Swift song in your movie trailer, I'll show up. Welcome to Feelin' Film, everyone. I'm your film critic here, Aaron White, and excited to talk about the final animated new release of the year. This is Migration, coming from Illumination Studios and Universal Pictures. It stars Kumail Nanjiani, Elizabeth Banks, Aquafina, Kegel Michael Key, David Mitchell, Carol Kane, Casper Jennings, Tressie Gazal, and Danny DeVito. It is directed by Benjamin Renner, and written by Mike White. It is edited by Christian Gazal, and music is by the great John Powell. It runs 92 minutes and is rated PG for action, peril, and mild rude humor. What's it about? A family of ducks try to convince their overprotective father to go on the vacation of a lifetime. From the studio that brought you Despicable Me and Minions and more Minions and even more minions, and a whole lot more minions, comes a surprisingly adorable, family-centric, funny, and affirming adventure story with vibrant animation. That's right, migration is actually really, really good, and I hope that this puts Illumination on a path to making more animated films like this one. But before you can watch migration, when you get to the theaters, you gotta watch more minions first. At least at our screening, we were treated to a short film called Mooned, featuring the character Vector and also a couple of minions from the Despicable Me franchise. Vector gets himself stuck on the moon, some minions show up, he interacts with them in sometimes humorous ways to unfortunate effect, and generally shoes them off. But it's mostly just slapstick stuff of him trying to get back to Earth. Sometimes funny, sometimes not so much. The younger kids in our theater laughed a lot though, and the moral of the story is basically, be nice to people or you might die in space. Now back to the movie at hand, Migration. Maybe it's just because the story is about an overprotective father, but I felt like I could totally relate to the character of Mac. He doesn't want them to leave their pond because he's afraid of his family experiencing any sort of pain or difficulty or having disappointment. I think it's a totally reasonable feeling to have and something that many parents will have to struggle with and overcome as their kids grow up and they leave the nest, to use a perfect pun for this movie. Nanjiani is absolutely fantastic in this role. And that's not always the case when you take actors and put them in voice roles, but he does a wonderful job of really sort of just disappearing into this character. I bought him hook, line, and sinker as a mallard, and I think that he is the heart and soul of this. Of course, this is a kid's movie, and the story here is very simple. It's about his family talking him into migrating more or less, and then them experiencing a journey on their way to Jamaica having a crazy adventure and learning lessons along the way. There are multiple relationships that all have a bit of a character arc and see some growth. Brother and sister, father and son, husband and wife, even Mac and his somewhat estranged, goofy brother, Uncle Dan, who is voiced hilariously by Danny DeVito. Mac is pretty judgmental of this comedic relief character, but... In the end, they have a fun little 
bit of progression in their relationship that I found to be really positive as well. I also really love how they treated the marriage in this film between Mac and his wife. They treat each other with the utmost respect, even when there is conflict and disagreement. She is very supportive of him, and ultimately he is very supportive of her when it matters as well. And I think that that is a great thing to show younger kids and audience members. It's also wonderful to see the dad going through that struggle to trust his son, who is reaching his mid to teenage years, I would say young adulthood, and ready to strike out on his own and do things and lead the group from time to time. It's hard. I've been there myself. You really don't want them to experience any suffering. And so you think you want are doing the best for them. But sometimes failure is what allows people to grow and gain experience and become better. And that is what we see here. And it's just depicted in a way that is, I think, easily digestible for young kids and, of course, older audience members as well. It's a perfect movie to go see as a family. And maybe even have a little bit of discussion about afterwards. Along the journey, they mix it up with some other birds supporting characters, of course. Aquafina being one of them, who plays a pigeon. She's really funny in this, and luckily she does not overstay her welcome. I think there's a Aquafina time limit that I personally aspire to be in movies. And if you go over that, she can really start to sink them. Because she's just an overwhelming voice. But in this... I think her role is really spot on and quite, quite, quite hilarious. And they also face off against a villainous chef. You might have seen this in the trailer for the movie. And unfortunately, I think what they showed in the trailer is the best part of his character arc in the film, him as an antagonist. It's really funny and it works in context of the birds experiencing this for the first time, seeing someone who treats them as food. Unfortunately, they continue to use this character after that first introduction. They continue to have him be an antagonist who follows the birds and kind of tries to hunt them down. And I really think that they should have confined that chef character to the one section of the film and not made him a persistent threat because it just becomes the weakest part of the movie for me. The good stuff here definitely outweighs the so-so though. And the kids in our theater were having an absolute blast. And I was too. As I said at the top, give me more of this meaningful family representation and less of the nonsensical slapstick stuff with characters who you can't even tell what they're saying unless it's banana. I really hope that others who have this same feeling as me will vote with their dollars and support migration in the theaters and hopefully show illumination that we want them to do more of this. I know it's hard. They make billions of dollars off of the Minions franchise, and so of course they want to continue to pump those out. But I'm just really grateful and appreciative that they took the time to spend their resources and energy and get a real screenwriter to put this movie together, because I do think it's one of the best animated films of the year, and I hope it doesn't get lost in the shuffle, and I hope that you all will go check it out and see it in theaters when it is available on December the 22nd. Well, that's it for this episode of Feelin' Film and this review. Thank you for watching on YouTube. If you are, please like and subscribe. If you're listening on a podcast app, thank you as well. Regardless, please share the podcast with friends and family and other film lovers who might enjoy these reviews too. I'll be back soon with another review, of course. But until then, keep watching and keep feeling.